Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have to begin with some literal translations, mostly from English to other languages. Okay. Okay. So in English, we say calf. Which is a baby cow. Yeah. In pork... Porkagees. Por- <laughs> Porkagees. <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> it means potato of the leg. Potato of the leg? Yes. Calf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, English, wart... Mean uh, Portuguese fish eye, ew. English coconut oil, French oil of the nut of the cocoa. <laughs> English we say helicopter. German lifting screwdriver. <laughs> English toes. Spanish fingers of the feet. <laughs> uh, this one is adorable. English mushroom. Bangla, frog's umbrella. Oh, I know. That's cute. (laughs) I love this one. English, we say computer. In Icelandic, it means number witch. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use my number witch now. Uh, English, hedgehog. Japanese, it means needle mouse. Hmm. English, Monday. Polish, the day after the day you do nothing on. (laughs) English bat in Swedish uh, flappy mouse. Oh, <laughs> this one's hilarious. English penis and vagina. Danish pee husband pee wife. <laughs> the Irish ones are the best. English vegetarian Irish meat denier. <laughs> yep. English popcorn Persian elephant fart. Ew. <laughs> Can you give me some elephant farts? With some butter. With with butter. With, with butter and salt. So I can watch it with my movie? Or eat it with my movie? <laughs> oh my. Uh, English ladybug. Croatian. God's little sheep. Okay. That's cute. English fish. Korean. Water meat. <laughs> water meat. <laughs> English speed bump. Croatian. Lying policeman. What? I think that's funny. Lying policeman. Like they make you slow down. <laughs> Speed bumps. <laughs> uh, English jellyfish. Irish seal snot. Ew. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's gross. Uh, English gloves. German hand shoes. Oh my God. <laughs> this is great. Uh, English whiskey. Irish, the water of life. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Uh, English, contraceptive pills. German, anti-baby pill. Well, yeah. (laughs) English, you're inexperienced. Japanese, your ass is blue. (laughs) (laughs) English, potato. French, apple of the ground. English, Santa Claus. Finnish, Christmas goat. <laughs> English horse, Cree, big dog. English sea anon- anonymy. Is that what an anomaly? How do you say that? I don't know. Anomaly. I think that's anomaly. <laughs> uh, Irish rock tit. Rock tit. <laughs> English bless you. German health. Oh. Okay. <laughs> English ladybug. Chilean Spanish little Chinese woman. Oh. <laughs> English don't count on it. Portuguese take the little horse out of the rain. Okay. English nipple. German breast wart. Ew. <laughs> I don't have breast warts. Everybody does. It's okay. <laughs> 
Uh, English shower head. Spanish shower artichoke. Um, okay. <laughs> English orange. Danish apple from China. And my last one, English hospital, German sick, pe- sick people house. Okay. That makes sense. It's very literal. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's some in the, or there's one in the comments. Let's see what this says. English turtle, Swedish shield toad. Oh. That's kind of cute. That is. <laughs> English peacock, Spanish royal turkey. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> It does. Have you ever seen a fucking turkey like walk around? Yeah. Uh, English eggnog, French chicken milk. Ew. That makes sense though. Eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was it. That was it. All right. So this week I just did um, creepy stories. Okay. I was out hunting in northern Ontario, no roads except for a logging road. Within. 130 kilometers. I was late on the bear season, so no one was out hunting in my quadrant. I found a nice campsite alongside a river and hunted from there. On the second day of my hunt, I came across the bear tracks. I tracked it for about two hours and then turned around. This is when shit got very fucking weird. I always track on one side of the tracks and return on the other. About 200 meters down the east side of the tracks, I ran into another human footprint, which disappeared across the trail and into the woods on the west. My dog didn't seem to smell anything, so I returned to camp with minimal concern. I got back to camp at around 7.30 at night, made a quick dinner, and had a cigar by the camp. At around 12 o'clock, I heard a snap of a branch. After hunting for 20 years, only two things snapped branches bears and humans. I grabbed my firearm and a flashlight and went out after the noise. Every hundred yards I would scan with the flashlight. My dog freaked, started growling and advancing and advanced into the woods slowly. I pulled back on my leash to to slow his advance and switched on my flashlight. I saw a pair of eyes looking right back at me. It stared for about five seconds and disappeared into the woods. On the walk back, I felt anxious, scared, and uncomfortable. I could feel someone watching me. The next night, the same thing happened. My dog went wild, like I have never seen him. He was whimpering, growling, and clearly very anxious. At this point, I was terrified. I didn't go hunting that day and didn't close my eyes once. That night, I sat up with my flashlight, constantly scanning the tree line. I guess I dozed off at around 1 and woke again at 3. I was sweating, confused, and very scared. I scanned the forest and just barely visible about 25 yards in the forest, there was a man and his dog. He was looking right back at me. I started to approach him, shouting to him. I got within 10 feet. He looked awfully disheveled and stank. The worst part was that he just stared and smiled. His eyes showed zero emotion and whispered, good night. Oh my God. I ran back to my tent, packed packed it into my pack and loaded it onto the trailer of the ATV and drove out of there. That is creepy. That is really weird. Yeah. Because I kind of live out there. I don't know. That's so creepy. When I was about 10, I was reading in my room late at night. I had gotten up to use the bathroom and on my way back to bed, I stood right in front of a woman figure. She was gold and spongy looking, but you could just tell it was a woman. I stood there saying to myself, shut up, it's just your imagination. So I put my hand out to touch her and she moved her hand out to do the same. I ran and jumped in my bed, scared to death. My mother had died about nine years ago. She had been very sick, mentally as well as physically. We had a bad relationship. A few months ago, I was laying in bed almost asleep when I heard her voice, crystal clear as if she were in the room with me. She sounded angry and scared and yelled, Can you hear me? Oh my God. A split second after, my baby boy wakes up crying. That's scary and sad. Years back, I was traveling on Labor Day weekend to the beach. It was a three-hour drive and the highway was quite congested. I was driving at a steady pace, let's say 70 miles per hour, right along with traffic. Anyway, I've been driving behind the same car for miles and the same car behind me, so I was aware of who was around me. That matters at the end of the story. 
Anyway, I go to light my cigarette and my lighter isn't where I put it last. I'm searching all over my car and nope, no damn lighter anywhere. I get off the next exit and to add to my irritation, take the wrong way off the exit. So I turn around and find the closest gas station. I run inside to buy a damn lighter and I jump back in my car and sitting on the passenger side seat is my fucking lighter. I was so confused. I would have seen it there. So I go to get back on the highway and traffic is moving at a snail's pace. As I drive a little bit down the highway, I see the car that was in front of me flipped on the side of the highway and the car behind me was on the other side of the highway along with a few more crashed cars. It had just happened as there were no ambulance or police. I was in shock. Intense emotions were flooding my head. I got off the next exit, pulled over, and sobbed. I have no idea what would have happened to me if my lighter hadn't gone missing, but it was pretty obvious that the outcome wouldn't have been very good. No, doesn't sound like it. It's a guardian angel. I do not miss that at all. What? Oh, finding Having lighters. a lighter. <laughs> yeah. I woke up a few nights in a row around the same time in the early morning hours, looked at the end of my bed, husband next to me, the room dark, and sat up to a dark figure wearing a fedora-type hat in what looked like a trench coat. No facial features, just black. It appeared to have a male form. Like I said, no facial features, but I still felt like it was staring at me, and it was really pissed off at me. This happened a few nights in a row. I did some research, looked it up on the internet, and found other people have experienced something similar. Some people attribute it to sleep paralysis, but I've seen shadows before in previous homes, just not like this one, in both form and the extremely threatening presence. So who knows, but it was creepy as hell. That is creepy. That's the hat man. I always thought that like shadow people were kind of these just things that were around, you know, like they never did anything or because you know they people just see them yeah usually usually it's out of the corner of their eye yeah but i was watching dead files and she was saying that like they're not good like they're not like they'll try and get you to do things because they want you to believe that they're nice but they're not apparently huh you never know yeah I was four years old. We held something of a family reunion down at my grandparents' huge two-story house in Southern California. My relatives were down there, all of them, and we are invited to just sleep at my grandparents' place as opposed to checking into a hotel. So we were all spread around the house in various rooms while I slept with my mom on the floor of my grandparents' room. I still remember the pillow I was using, a purple-red Pocahontas pillow. Anyway, we fell asleep after bidding everyone a good night. And after a few hours, I woke up. It was dark and I was alone. This sounds bizarre. It makes no sense. But I distinctly remember waking up and not finding my mom next to me or my grandparents in their bed. I guess my young mind hadn't quite grasped the horror of the situation. Because after tugging away their bedclothes and finding nothing, I decided leaving the room would be a brilliant idea. I searched the whole house, left the lights on or left the lights out for fear of waking anyone, but you'll see why that's weird in a sec. Jumped on air mattresses, beds, you name it, and everyone was gone. My parents, cousins, uncles, aunts, grandparents. I was completely alone, and the cars were still out there, in the garage and out. After searching the house, I went downstairs and curled up on the sofa in front of their big screen TV, noticing the clock read 2.37. I fell asleep, I guess, and awoke to my mother frantically looking for me because I wasn't there when she woke up. Everything was back to normal, unlike when darkness fell. I could chalk this up as a sleep paralysis or a simple nightmare, but I don't remember any of my other nightmares, and I remember all this with crystal clarity. Even to this day, nearly 20 years later, still freaks me out. I have no idea what could have happened. What the fuck? That's weird. That is so weird. It's like, where were they? Yeah, if... Like, their cars were there, and nothing else changed except everyone was gone. That's weird. I think they were all abducted by aliens except for that one kid. (laughs) That seems like not not a good hypothesis. Oh. Well, I don't know then. (laughs) I don't know. It's just weird. That is weird. 
I have no evidence, nor do I have any other witnesses, but I remember sleeping at a friend's house one night on the floor next to his bed. The way I was positioned was that I was facing the closed bedroom door and I had fallen asleep almost instantly. It was around three in the morning and I had woken up almost icy frozen with sleep paralysis and that feeling of terror. I could only move my eyes and when I did, I I looked and saw a figure above the door in the top corner of the ceiling holding itself up like Spider-Man. Oh my God. There was no way to describe what it looked like because it seemed shapeless, yet I could make out arms and legs, and it sounded like it was making clicking noises, Mm -hmm. like it was rattling its teeth, fidgeting around and scratching itself. Fast enough, it looked like motion blur. Oh my God. In horror, I stared at this thing, now unable to look away until it decided to climb down onto the floor and open the fucking door and slip out into the house. Oh my God. At that moment, I bolted to the door, closed it, and turned on the lights, waking my friend in the process. I asked my friend about it, and he grew a little pale, but he has only seen shadows, but nothing graphic like that. I could not deal with sleep paralysis. No, oh, no. That is horrifying. Not being able to move? Like, what is that? I know. That's. I don't. I don't know. I hope that never happens to me. Me too. That sounds just, I would, I think I would have a heart attack. I really do. If I saw that. I mean, it's one thing to be totally immobile, but then you have to see shit along with it. Yeah. That's totally able to move around. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I hope that never happens. Yeah. Me too. I used to work weekend nights and my wife would always be home alone with her car in the driveway. One particular Saturday, I was at work, and my wife happened to go out with her friend. Her friend picked her up, so her car was still in the driveway. When I got home at 1 a.m., the power to the house was out. I went to check the circuit breaker and saw that the padlock on it had been cut. I think I remember this one. Yeah, I remember I promptly went inside and called 911. Here's the conclusion I have come to, though I'm open to alternatives. Someone had been watching us for a while and knew our habits. That Saturday, they saw her car in the driveway and my car gone. They cut the lock and threw the circuit breaker. This would have baited her outside. She would have been outside with the front door unlocked and quite vulnerable. I bought a nice bottle of wine for her friend and a shotgun for the house. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking creepy. It is. Humans are more creepy than anything else. Humans are horrifying. They are. They're, they're unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Back when AIM was big and I was 14, the AIM is all in capital letters, A-I-M. A-I-M. I don't know what that is. Uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, back when AIM was big and I was 14, I went to an anime convention. I wanted to make some friends there, so I met some people and gave them my AIM screen name so that after the convention, we could keep in touch. After the con, only one person contacted me. I couldn't remember precisely who he was, but I gathered that he was a guy and a couple of years older than me. Our conversations were very normal at first. How are you? What's up? Sort of things. But then he started to talk about sex. Like I mentioned, at the time I was 14 and I was a late bloomer, so I wasn't interested in sex at all. Mm -hmm. I remember during one of these conversations, he mentioned that it would be funny to see me having sex. I responded awkwardly and tried to change the subject. Then he started sending me pictures. The pictures he sent me were of his penis photoshopped into a mushroom. But the penis underneath was still very obvious and apparent. I freaked out and stopped talking to him immediately. After a couple of weeks, I blocked him and changed my screen name just to be sure. About three years later, I had forgotten about him and was going on with my life as usual. Then I got an email in my inbox. I read it, and to my disbelief, it was from the same guy. I remembered his AIM screen because it was very distinctive. The email said something like, Hey, I talked to you a couple of years ago and found your email by Googling your old AIM screen name. Uh, I was like, what the fuck? Because my new email address had nothing to do with my old AIM screen name. I had stopped using the AIM AIM name years ago. In fact, I hadn't even used AIM in over a year. I deleted, ignored the email. A couple of years after that, I'm in college. I took an abnormal psychology course that was held in a lecture hall. 
After the first week, I started getting to know the people sitting around me. One guy in particular seemed to know me. I didn't remember him at all. He mentioned meeting me at a convention a couple of years ago. Still, I wasn't concerned because at this point I had been to about 20 conventions, two a year since I was 13. I pretended like I remembered him to avoid the awkwardness of the situation. He gave me his Facebook name, so as I was sitting in class, I pulled up his Facebook page. I looked over his general information, and then I saw it, the same AIM screen name that kept haunting me. I tried to not freak out right there in class, but chills ran down my spine. How the hell could a guy I met at a convention, blocked, turn up a couple years later in my email, turn up once again in my psychology class in college? What the fuck? Was it like stalking this person? That had to be what it is. Like to that extent to take the same class? That is fucking nuts. And why? Like what the fuck? And people are weird, I'm telling you. People are crazy. When I was a young child living in one of the high crime areas of town, I woke up in the middle of the night out of nowhere. This was something that never ever happened to me given how sound of a sleeper I was. I left my bedroom, went down the stairs, and passed the front door to get to the kitchen. After getting a drink of water, I turned around to go back upstairs to my bedroom. The front door was open. It hadn't been open just a moment ago. Our car had been broken into a day earlier, so I was already on high alert. I stood completely frozen, staring at the door for a good ten minutes before I could bring myself to move. When I finally did go over and shut the door, our porch creaked in the background Mm. as though someone was walking on it as I closed it. It was the scariest moment of my childhood. I still get the willies thinking about it. Well, thank God if there's someone was out there, they were outside. Yeah. Oh my, that's scary. Always lock your doors. Did they say they locked it? Uh, I think they said they locked it. Yeah, because they were on high alert. Yeah, that's scary. Down around where I live in Texas, we hunt along an old dried up river. One night I was out hunting some boar and found a nice camping spot. Made camp and got set up and out of nowhere a guy walks up and asks for food. Instantly I knew something wasn't right about this guy. He gave me a terrible, terrible feeling. 25 miles from any road or civilization and someone just happens on my campsite? Fuck that shit. (laughs) As soon as I saw him, I knew to unlatch my pistol from the holster and keep the safety off. I make dinner and we eat and chit-chat. After we eat, he says his thanks and walks off into the brush. I passed out around 3 a.m. with my hand on my gun, slept lightly. I woke up and decided to try and find where he came from and where he went. Normally, I'm a damn good tracker, but I couldn't find his tracks leading in or out of camp. It was soft kind of, it was a soft kind of muddy ground and should have shown his tracks. Nothing, not even a broken branch or a smashed leaf had haven't been hunting there since. Yeah, I wouldn't. Sounds like it was a ghosty. Maybe. No. JV Soccer, my coach drove a minivan and put all the bills and all the balls and equipment in the back. At the end of practice, I had two ball bags and was putting them in the back of the already open trunk, and the van was turned on while my coach was off picking up cones and whatnot. As I put the ball bags in the back, I start to think I'm hearing porn or people fucking in one of the back seats. I walk around and see nobody, but discover the noise is coming from the radio. The dude was playing sex noises through a CD in his van. What? I guess I missed it when the genre got popular. What? I don't know what that meant, but... What? People do that? People listen? I don't know. That is weird. (laughs) I've never heard of that before. I haven't either. It's like a... um, You know those things where it's like a satisfying sound that people like? Oh. (laughs) Like ASMR? Is that what it's called? I have no idea. That's fucking weird. That is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what people do in their sure. on their own time. He's not know. hurting anyone. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the summer after I graduated from high school, I worked as a highway litter crew supervisor. I drove two younger teens around and had them pick up litter on the side of the road. One day, one of the kids flagged me over to him and showed me a weird bag he'd found. 
The bag was a very thick, semi-translucent plastic, double-bagged and tied off at the top with black electrical tape. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) It was down in a ditch covered with brush, so the kid and I dragged it to the side of the road for closer inspection. It was really heavy, and it took two of us to get it out of the ditch. Oh, God. Once we got it to the roadside, it became apparent that the bag was filled with a reddish-brown slush no. and a bunch of hard pieces. No. Bones. No. It was then that I realized that this thing, that this was a sack filled with a rotting corpse of some kind. Oh, my God. I called my boss, and he told me to call the police. The police showed up pretty nonchalantly, because, but became... <laughs> Visibly upset once he'd inspected the bag himself. Oh, no. He took down my statement and contact information, then shooed us along as he called it into the station for assistance. We never heard anything back from the police, and I never did find out what or who exactly was in the bag. Oh, no. Don't tell stories if you don't know the fucking ending. <laughs> you didn't watch the news? I would have been glued to I the local call- news. I would have been calling. I'd be like, so what, what was in the bag? You know, yeah. I mean. I mean, it could have been an animal. It could have been a dog or, you yeah. know, but. I would, oh, I would have to know. I know. I hate that. <laughs> I had a family member pass away. And after that, I kept seeing this crow coming around. It would land on the back of the work truck and stay there while we were driving. It would also land on the roof where I was working and continue to call at me over and over. A few weeks later, I'm watering my garden and the crow is up in the tree calling at me. I look up and say, what's up, Uncle Nick? As soon as I turn to return to the house and turn off the hose, I get sprayed in the back with it. I instantly whip around and look and it's laying about six or seven feet from me just trickling out on the ground. I don't know how it happened, but it definitely scared me. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. (laughs) Three years ago, a very, very hot summer day, we could see some dark clouds forming on the horizon from our garden. So me and my little brother fired up our PC and checked the weather radar. There was a pretty bad patch of rain and thunder on a collision course with our town. When the clouds were finally over our heads, the whole family was in the yard looking at lightning that was cracking some miles away. Out of nowhere, lightning hit our greenhouse, which I was two-thirds meter away from. I could actually feel the static on my arm hair and saw my own shadow in the whitish-blue light as I ducked out of reflex. The buzzing sound was intense as an arc of lightning crawled across the iron gutters of the greenhouse. This all happened in one and a half seconds. Next moment, all of my family members were with me under our back porch, all quite literally shocked. No one was hit. Creepiest thing I can recall by far. Wow. And this is my last one. Being the manager of a clothing store, I sometimes help other stores out too. A few weeks ago, I was asked by my boss to work a night shift at a store located in a different mall. I've never been to that mall before and figured working there would be interesting, so I took the shift. The mall closed at 10 p.m. and I left the store by 11.30. Walking back to the parking structure was kind of creepy. The concrete structure was dimly lit. There were still several cars left in the structure, probably belonging to mall employees. I had completely forgotten where I had parked, so there I am aimlessly wandering the parking structure looking for my car. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw an elderly homeless man coming towards me. He asked me, you looking for your car? And not wanting to be rude, I responded yes. The homeless man nodded and beckoned for me to follow him. Not really knowing what to do, I decided to follow. We walked for about five minutes across the structure and up a flight of stairs. Then he stopped right in front of my car and told me, it's not safe to drive a car that's low on motor oil, you know. And then proceeded to walk away. Getting into my car, I noticed that it was low on oil. I have no idea how he knew where my car was or how he knew it was low on oil. Is he a ghost? I don't know. Weird. That is very weird. Either that or he's stalking the person. I don't know. And checked his oil. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This week I did uh, just some weird things. Spooky things that have happened. First one. One day my train got stopped next to a warehouse. The place looked like an appliance repair shop. 
I could see old refrigerators and stuff like that, but what caught my eye was this two-legged chair standing upright. It looked like a common school chair you'd see in elementary schools. Two legs on the same side were missing, but it was standing perfectly as if all the legs were attached. The train was stuck for at least five minutes and I couldn't stop staring at it, moving around to see it from different angles. It felt wrong that I couldn't see anything that would explain it. A trick of the light, a welded metal plate stand or something? It was and felt like it shouldn't have been, but it was. The logical part of my brain likes to think that it was an elaborate art piece that, if I could have seen it closely, the trick would have been obvious, but other the other part thinks it was a glitch. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, it could could have been either one, I guess. That's strange. That's very strange. Where was it again? They, the Their train had stopped for some reason, and it stopped by an old like warehouse. It looked like a like an appliance repair shop of some sort. So there was just like stuff sitting around. Hmm. It was a two-legged chair. That seems like a weird place for an art piece to be. Exactly. Like, why would it be there sitting? And it looked, I mean, what it sounds like, it was like maybe abandoned or something. Like, yeah. Weird. That is weird. Next one, my little brother, whom I was watching when he was a toddler, came running out of my mom's room and said, there's a man with no arms and no legs wearing a cowboy hat telling me to go in the closet. Hesitantly, I checked, but there was nothing. Don't go in the closet. Don't, don't. That's creepy. How in the hell, if he didn't have any legs, how was he? He was like laying there? Ew. Oh my God. No. Next one, recently, all of a sudden, I thought about the quote-unquote popular girl in middle school. I barely remembered she existed, but she randomly popped into my head, and I wonder what she was up to these days. The next day, my friend, a friend of mine from middle school texted me and told me she died. Aww. That's so weird. That happens so much. Yeah, that is strange. Next one, when I lived in my ex-husband's family's house, I would hear knocking and whistling outside the bathroom door when no one was home. Everybody in that house had had some paranormal experience, but what got me to get out there was when one night I was upstairs in the spare bedroom and saw a ball of light coming up the stairs. It had hit my Boston Terrier and my dog started yelping and jumped two feet in the air. The next day I took my dog and moved out. Come to find out the house was an old funeral home. After my divorce, I talked more in depth about it with my ex-husband, and he said that he would hear someone whisper a foreign language in his ear at night. Uh, I was never as terrified as I... What? Anyway. Uh, When I moved out, I took what I could, and my brother-in-law packed up and moved the rest of my boxes. I was terrified. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun at all. (laughs) No any whispering in my ear no no thank you yeah that's creepy next one i worked in a haunted store the only logical explanation to the bizarre happenings that regularly happened overnight was that someone had a key and an alarm code and was messing with us then one day me and another and another guy i worked with saw a lady come up the stairs there was a glass wall next to the stairs and we both turned to greet her but nobody appeared we both looked at each other and went up, went to the stairs. Nobody. I asked downstairs, and they said nobody had been in there for a while, and certainly nobody had gone upstairs, as they would have walked right past them. I have another story. When my youngest son was around two, he started pointing to the closet in his room, saying, Kitty. We have cats, but they never went in that room or in any closets. He kept saying it, and we would check, but there was never a cat in there. A couple months later, our eldest cat got sick and passed away. The vet was actually coming over that day to put him to sleep, but he had died about an hour before. He died in the closet in my son's room. It's still the only time I've ever seen a cat in there. My son never mentions cats in the closet again. That's weird. Yeah. He knew it was Like it was a premonition or something? Next one, my great-grandmother is very religious. Her son read a Bible verse out loud, and she said, that would be a good verse to read at uh, my dad's, so the person who's writing this, her, their dad's funeral. Wait, why did I say that? A minute later, the phone rang, and she was informed that my dad had drowned at the beach. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. 
Next one, I dated a girl in college who had a twin. For the weeks that she and I went out, when we'd get back to her place, there would be messages from her sister asking about our date. These would be creepy, accurate things like, Did you have punch tonight? Or did you hear a Beatles song? These sisters were like that, and it was an everyday thing for them. My ex's sister was a thousand miles away, and this was long before social media or cell phones. Wow. They were connected. Mm Mm-hmm. Next one, in high school, I went to the wake of my friend's first love slash serious boyfriend. Very unexpected. Afterwards, we went to her house because she wanted me to stay the night and go to the funeral the next day with her. We were in the bedroom, kind of quiet, kind of talking about the wake, when all of a sudden her boombox turned on. It went straight to the sixth disc in the CD changer, picked a CD on its own, and started playing their song. Out of all the CDs, all of the songs, it plays that one. We both froze and stared at each other like, what the fuck? I found out later that his friend who had accidentally shot him had similar experiences. His radio would turn on by itself, turn the volume up to max when no one was near it. It would happen when he went to jail for the involuntary manslaughter charges and kept happening when he was released. Mm. That is crazy. Yeah. Next one, my niece was observed to say when she was about three, isn't it funny? Now I'm a baby and uncle plays with me, but when he was a baby, I played with him. She's five now and recently said, will you die in three years? That's oddly specific. That, yeah. Next one, I was, fi- I was seven when my family decided to move homes. My parents and older siblings were taking things out to the moving truck while I was standing in the garage. I saw a black tower fan close to my height and figured I should try to be some help. It was heavy, but I managed to waddle it all the way down the driveway and to the back of the moving truck. Once I set it down, I felt super proud of myself for, quote-unquote, using those strong muscles, as my dad used to say. I genuinely remember this next feeling like it was yesterday. Standing by the truck facing the house, I then noticed a black tower fan at the top of the driveway. The fan I had just carried was no longer next to me, but right back where it had started. I got shivers all over my body, ran into the house because I was scared out of my mind. It took my mom forever for to calm me down. To this day, I truly don't understand what happened. A rift? Space-time error? Some sort of dimensional shift? I don't know, but I carried that goddamn fan. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so frustrating. What is that? Oh my gosh. Uh, Next one, when I was maybe 12 years old, I was living in the countryside with my father. As the toilet was manually emptied, my father urged me to use to do number ones in the bushes, which I did, no problem. One day, our neighbor's mother and sister swung by because our neighbor had died and they came to collect his stuff. A few nights later, I was having a piss in the bushes as I looked to my right and saw my dead neighbor standing about 50 meters away on the road. was a bit freaked out, but I just went back to bed. Mm. (laughs) Next one, my daughter was a toddler. We were alone in the downstairs hallway of our old house, and she suddenly started saying, Wadger, 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 over and over again. I thought for a minute and then asked, Are you saying Roger? Yes, she said. We didn't know anybody by that name, and I was surprised she even knew that that it was a name. So I asked, Who is Roger? She raised her arm and pointed past me and said, Him, he's behind you. Oh, God. <laughs> of course there was nobody there, but she really creeped me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next one, I just moved into our current Victorian home and was waiting for my husband to come over with the final load of our moving stuff. To pass the time, my my toddler son and I were having a dance party in the empty, echoey kitchen. I was facing away from the patio doors when he comes out with, Mommy, why is the white clown in the garden bobbing up and down so slowly as he comes towards us? Literally felt every hair on my body rise up and turn to face the door. Fucking nothing. No clown, no bobbing. Asked my son what he meant. He moved on. Just shrugged. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is creepy. Don't like it. (laughs) Next one. I woke up from a nightmare and turned around to see my partner snuggling me. Her ear was twitching a little bit, but she looked peaceful, so I didn't want to wake her. 
I rolled over onto my back and stared at the ceiling, trying to fall back to sleep. To my horror, the bedroom door opened and my partner walked in. (gasps) I just stared at her in the dark for several seconds and then said, what the fuck? She turned around, saw my eyes wide in panic and asked if I was okay. I looked frantically next to me where I literally just saw her and then went back to where she was standing. She kept asking me if I was okay and I said, I just saw you next to me. She told me that was impossible because she had been in the bathroom for the last 30 minutes. I kept insisting that she had been sleeping right next to me, but gave it up and turned over to try and sleep again. She got in bed and fell asleep within a few minutes. As my eyes started to close, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and I became aware of a weird weight on my side of the bed, almost as if someone had just stepped on the mattress. I knew I wasn't imagining it because my foot started to slide down the incline that the weight was creating. My mind was racing and I couldn't bring myself to look. I felt the bed compress back to normal and could hear shuffling across the carpet. When we both woke up, she asked me what she saw what i saw lying next to me i told her i saw you same hairstyle freckles lips she finally confessed that when i'm at work that the same incident was happening to her when she was lying down creeps me the fuck out oh my god that gave me chills has to be a doppelganger right if it looked exactly like her oh my god sounds like no Next one, two things. Apparently, I sat up in bed one night when my wife and I were visiting her parents and started talking to a chair in the corner of the room. When my wife asked me what I was doing, I said, I'm just talking to this guy. (laughs) Her former boyfriend had done the same thing when he spent the night when she was living with her parents. I was walking home. uh, This is the next one in this one. I was walking home in a little storm. It was quite dark and nobody was in the streets. Suddenly, I heard someone say my name behind me not yelling or anything, just saying my name very casually. I turned around and no one was there. When I turned around to keep walking, a roof tile came flying through the air. If I hadn't stopped for a second, it would have hit me in the head. I'm not religious, but I did send a thank you to whoever was watching over me. Yep. Next one, I was playing with my sister when we were around the same age and I was hiding in the closet. My sister left without telling me, so I was sitting in there (laughs) calling for her. (laughs) Damn sisters. I know, right? (laughs) Then suddenly a male voice says, she's not in there. I fucking threw myself out of that closet and (laughs) ran. I thought it was a ghost as a kid, but a few months later, this old man tried to kidnap us when we were helping my mom take groceries in from the car. Now I wonder if it was him hiding underneath the floorboards (gasps) of the house. That gave me major chills yeah oh my gosh oh my god that's a horrible story (laughs) next one i was watching my two-year-old niece for the night as i was tucking her into bed she said who's that and gestured behind me not seeing anyone there i said who she said the man in the hat he was watching you in the kitchen too then she fell asleep leaving me presumably alone and terrified in the big (laughs) empty house (laughs) damn kids (laughs) and this is my last one I just gave birth to my to our daughter. I think she was maybe a month old. I still had her in our room in a bassinet. I was just drifting off to sleep when I heard a deep male voice say something. It was loud enough to wake the baby, but I didn't know or couldn't comprehend what it said. Even our two dogs were growling. I was so sleep deprived, I rationalized it as a dream or my husband talking in his sleep. As I lay there praying my daughter would go back to sleep, my husband said, Did you hear that voice? shot out of bed, lights on, grabbed the baby, absolutely freaking out. My husband had thought he maybe dreamed it, but asked me just to be sure since the dogs were acting strange. He checked the whole house and no one was there. We were adults, but we were terrified. Yeah. A weird man's voice in your house? No. Okay, so Chris, one of Chris's friends, her ex-husband is i think his i think it's his family owns some land in delphi indiana mm-hmm. and it's in the it's wood like wooded land so they go there to hunt and stuff oh yeah and they have trail cams oh my gosh out there do you want to see what they caught yeah we're gonna have to post it on that's fine i'll send it to you okay keep in mind this is right by where the delphi murders happened okay (gasps) 
what the fuck yeah is that yeah that looks like an alien it looks like a little girl that is creepy it does kind of look like a little girl they were freaking out yeah oh my gosh you guys we're gonna have to push this on i'll email it to you i just put it on facebook i don't go on facebook oh well neither do i (laughs) i'll put it in the put it in the show notes yeah i'll put it in the description so hopefully they can click on it and you'll see that is creepy isn't that creepy do you know when that was caught like was that like recently uh yeah it's at night what the fuck caught it on their trail cam wow that is creepy yeah we're gonna have to share yeah holy crap so and okay this is just a funny story so my boss Uh (laughs) he he's the one that said he doesn't believe in ghosts because when his dad died he didn't come visit him okay yeah okay and now he's saying he found out how old my house was yeah and he's saying my house is haunted because it's so old (laughs) he goes every every haunted house is old or well that makes sense every Every old haunted every old house is haunted (laughs) when was your house built 1945 okay it's not super old no and his reasoning is because in all those years someone had to have died in the house that's not true exactly I was like, well, what about the the new builds that are haunted? He's like, oh, they're not haunted. I was like, oh, yes, they <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, they are. I said, it's what about land. what about the land that they're built on? Yeah. He just he just doesn't know. He has no clue. Yeah. No That's clue. funny though. Your house has to be haunted. Yeah, my all. house is haunted. He keeps saying it. Well, what's the cutoff? Because mine was built in like sixty three. I he doesn't know. He's just. <laughs> making shit up he's making shit up as he goes along that's i don't know that's that's funny i thought it was hilarious though. it's like seriously no my you need house to ask him haunted. when is the cutoff because <laughs> i need to know if my house is haunted <laughs> anyway oh yeah hmm. it's wrap time up. for the wee wrap up <laughs> All right, I did tweets. I need my glasses. My three-year-old, who is extremely clean for a toddler, keeps crying at mealtime because I don't like watching the baby eat. She's so messy and honestly, same. (laughs) Wow. Took my six-year-old daughter to a college football game and my dream of turning her into a fan quickly faded when she asked to go home in the first quarter because we just watched this game on tv last week (laughs) she's not wrong no she's not that is great (laughs) i just saw this yeah we've already seen this this? (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) i've been texting with isla's isla's mom for three years, when is a good time to ask her her name? <laughs> um, I'd say it was a while back there. Yeah, you just let that go until they're not friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, I threatened my boys that I would take electronics away for a month, and I'm praying hard that I don't have to follow through on that after yeah. today. The dumbass things you say as a parent in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Yeah, you don't realize that that will affect you. Yes. <laughs> Why am I the only dad here for parent-teacher conferences? Am I the only dad who can take time off work? The only dad to view this as a parenting duty, not a mommy duty? The only dad who often marks the wrong date on his calendar? The conferences are are tomorrow, aren't they? Damn it. (laughs) Yes, sir, you are exactly like all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Now begins the season where I tell myself eating 20 mini candy bars is healthier than eating one regular-sized candy bar. That is totally true. I get that. Yes, I do too. (laughs) I saw joy in a mom's eye when her kid brought back two jackets from school yesterday. She didn't even know the second one was theirs. (laughs) That's funny. My daughter made a to-do list for her day, and it included have fun and be responsible, and now I need her to make me a list, too. (laughs) That's a good list. (laughs) (laughs) They call them kids because they, under breath, 
gotta be kidding me with this shit. (laughs) On my son's birthday each year, I like to think back to 2017 when Carvel wrote happy... I don't know how do you say this. Tooth birthday on his cake it's two with the th yeah (laughs) tooth (laughs) parenting is weird because you find yourself saying things like that was a cute story but you know if you ever meet a real bear with a toothache you shouldn't try to help it right (laughs) yeah you say lots of shit you never think you're gonna say yeah when you you have kids A cooking show where a professional chef comes into my kitchen when I haven't been grocery shopping for two weeks and has to make a meal that my entire family will eat. Yes, I love it. (laughs) You pick from this shit that's left over and make something (laughs) brilliant. Showed 16 Zoolander. Oh, showed 16 year old Zoolander. And she said, Ben Stiller looks like discount Paul Rudd. You want to hear a funny story? I don't know if I've told you yet. Yeah. So, you know, Paul Rudd was on the last season of Friends. Yeah. Like he, that, he was on, I think, a little bit of the ninth season, like a couple episodes, but he was on the full last season of Friends. Well, apparently, at the, like, when they uh, said, you know, like, cut on the final episode, he went up to all, you know, the, the cast and was like, we did it, you guys. And no one laughed. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. It's like we did it, you guys. And he like didn't do shit, <laughs> and nobody fucking laughed. <laughs> I think that's great. I love Paul Rudd. I know. A friend handed my seven-year-old a coloring page as a gift, and my kid looked at it and muttered, Jesus Christ. So I thought, oh no, I better watch how I talk around him. Then he flipped it over and showed me baby Jesus. Oh! (laughs) Oops! (laughs) That's funny. You probably still should watch how you talk around him. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Leaving the park with my kids, we discovered a bunch of guys sitting and smoking on the hood of our car. And I'm proud to report I was stern and confrontational about it. Said, dude, quietly, (laughs) push the lock button on my key fob to beep the horn and slightly startle them. (laughs) Hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody told me about the toddlers that follow you around all day and narrate the entire experience. Mommy, makeup eyes. One eye, two eyes. That is a potty. Mommy put on socks. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> You're going to miss that. Yes. And my last one. My parents are married and live together, but my toddler has already figured out it's grandma's house. <laughs> That's great. And that's all I got. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. Podcast at gmail.com. You can rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.